This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're new to the show, welcome. We like to do lots of educational topics and today we're gonna be diving into a real life example that happened. It's gonna be targeted primarily for you business owners out there, but it really gets into the question of what problem are you trying to solve? But before we jump into that, if you haven't before, please visit my website, at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And as we go through the show, you might have a question. So please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242 to set up your complimentary either face-to-face or online call to talk about your question and see how we could probably help you make a better financial plan. While you're at the website, I'll also say subscribe to the radio page. You can go back and look at past shows. We do lots of different educational topics. And again, if you have a question and want to set up a consultation, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. So we're going to be talking today. It's a little bit of a a meeting I had with a client yesterday that I was very passionate about. And I think it's going to be a great topic to get into what problem are you trying to solve versus what product are you looking at for the table? But before we jump into that, I wanted to say hello to Tony, my awesome co-host. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tara. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's good to be here. And I'm excited about the show today because this is interesting. It's a great question you pose. What problem are you trying to solve? And when I saw the title of today's show, I thought, oh, she's going to ask me, what problem am I trying to solve? Well, obviously I'm in peak physical shape, so I'm not, I don't need to worry about that, right? That's not an issue. So I'm not worried about that. (laughs) Let's see, I don't need diet or exercise and I've got, you know, good looks and charm or or my other two traits. So what do I need? I have no problems, Tara. I'm kidding. Of course, of course, one of my goals for this year is to lose 25 pounds at least. So I'm working on that goal and I've cut a lot of things out. So that's good. I'm well on my way, but everybody has problems they need solved, especially financial problems. And I'm interested to hear your your take on this because I know you've been, you're going to be doing a TEDx talk and, and things like that. You're working on that. You've got the book. You speak at a lot of different engagements. So this is good. And I know this is a, a new thing you've been talking about. So uh, what do you mean by what problem are you trying to solve? It's it's so interesting, Tony, because money is is complicated because there's a lot of different, you know, people like black and white. They like simple. They like to have what the right answer is. And when it comes to your finances and money, there's a lot of different tools. There's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, real estate. And there's so there's a lot of things out there. And those are all what I call solutions or products. And they may or may not 
be a fit for you depending on what it is that you're trying to get into. I'm going to share with everybody the example and the conversation that we had that went into having the conversation. And, and I want people to think about like, I wonder if I've had that kind of scenario happen for me. And it, because I think it's, it's pretty common. So here's what happened is I was going to meet with some clients and their business clients. And we were going to talk about the question, the problem that we were trying to solve is how do they go from just having a cash business that essentially is just a great job they've created for themselves? Yeah. If you've read Robert Kiyosaki's book about how do you give yourself, create a business and not just a job for yourself? Right. And for a lot of companies out there, there's kind of what we call, it's called blue sky value. They have, they don't have like um, equipment. So like if you don't have a big inventory, you know, you own a bunch of construction equipment or, you know, whatever you have, it's kind of the value is in, in your customers and the service that you provide. So you can be making a lot of cash, but if you don't have a way to create turn that cash into an actual asset, it becomes hard for you to get loans if you want to buy the building that you work in for your brick and mortar business. Or what about how do you create the buy-sell agreement so that, God forbid, one of your partners is killed in a wreck? What happens? Or, you know, at some point you want to separate and the partners want to go different directions. How do you separate a cash business that hasn't turned itself into an actual asset? That's a good point. That's a good problem to point out, I should say. It's not a good problem, but it is a problem that, you know, I never thought of. But if you're your own business owner and there are so many more blue sky type businesses like that nowadays, right? I mean, there are just that many more out there, more and more. They don't have widgets. Uh, they have services that they provide and they get money for these services. So the value is in their clientele that they build up. And, you know, the money they spend is in marketing and their time. So how do you turn that into valued assets that will be viewed as valuable legally or in a business agreement with a partner or to the bank when you need money, a business right. loan to expand or grow, right? Exactly. And so, so the first thing we had to do was looking at all the different places that are available out there to go, well, what can we do? How do we, you know, I talk about in the book, how do you give your money more than one job? So, you know, like money in a bank has one job, it's to be available because it doesn't earn any significant interest. It doesn't grow for retirement. When you spend it, it's gone. So it just has one job to be there. And for a business, if you're ever going to get out of that treadmill where you're just always working, 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 you've got to figure out a way to make your money start working for you. It's the concept of leverage or the big fancy word is arbitrage. How do you earn more than you pay for something, right? And so right. that was the first thing we had to go look at. And so we talked about, you know, the education piece of tools. And I said, well, there's places where you can put your money that you can earn more. So obviously, like if you put it into a 401k or a retirement account, it's going to be either in the market or doing something that's going to be earning some interest. Yeah. So that would be a place. Problem we run into, though, and Tony, you probably know this, is if you have a 401k, when are you allowed to access that money? Well, if you have a 401k, you're really not allowed to access it without big fees and penalties before you turn 59 and a half years old, right? Exactly. So for people who have a cash business that keep their money in the bank, they keep it in the bank because they need to spend it, right? They have to do right. things like pay quarterly taxes. They have right. to make payroll. They have to pay their rent. They have to pay their heating bill. They have to pay their cleaning bill. So they have this situation where they bring in large sums of cash and they hold it for a little while, it goes out. So it's constant in and out situation. Yeah. So 
a 401k is a tool, but is that tool going to solve their problem? Because their problem is, where can we hold our money that's going to do something more than just a bank? And I think I I ran the numbers. Right now, banks are paying 0.01%. So $100,000 sitting in the bank (laughs) after 10 years would earn 100 bucks. Yikes, right? That's not even, yeah. You're never going to get out from behind being a doer to being. That won't even cover the cost of your eggs for a year, let alone 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we did some education and talked about an alternate account that would allow them to um, start putting the money in there, growing, earning, but then still have some access to it. And really the only tool that's available for that right now that gives you the flexibility to have access, the best tool is uh, permanent insurance. And so we kind of went through and talked about that. And, and that, was a, that was a hard thing to wrap the head around because, you know, insurance is just a contract, right? Right. So every company is going to be a little different, right? They're not every single insurance company is going to have the same exact kind of contract. You can get very customized insurance products and contracts and, and they all can be different. And there are a lot of different companies out there. Exactly. And so, you know, there's stock insurance companies and there's mutual and company mutual insurance companies and mutual insurance companies are fairly unique in that they will um, pay dividends, which is different because a stock company pays dividends to the stockholders, but a mutual company will actually pay that back to the people who have policies. So that's the first level down, but it's still complicated, right? Because every mutual company doesn't work the same as well. But let's just keep it at that level for the purposes of the conversation. So if you put your money into a whole life policy with a mutual company, they will pay dividends and you're allowed to borrow the money and pay it back and borrow it and pay it back. So this becomes a place where you can earn, they are paying more than 0.01%. And because it's a contract, right, the company reserves the right to change how much they pay every year. But historically, you work with a good company that's been in business over 100 years, they pay more than 0.01%. Right. And so so that works in terms of the idea of giving your money more than one job. Because if you put your money in the bank, you have access to it. If you can put your money into a whole life insurance policy, then you have the ability while it's sitting there, because, you know, you may sit there for a couple months because you pay your taxes quarterly, it can be earning more than 0.01% all month. Then you pay your taxes and then you, you pay yourself back and you keep doing it again and again and again. So that's kind of how that tool works. Where the goodness comes in for my business owners out there is the business owns this policy and the business is the beneficiary. Right. So in your mind, you got to go, oh, we're not talking personal life insurance. We're talking this is a tool for my business. And that's a whole different question, right? What problem were we trying to solve? Right. And so then it gets into the other benefits of it because it's a business expense. You get some deductions on your taxes because because the money is inside an insurance policy. There's a little bit more protection from lawsuits and things like that than just sitting in a bank account. You're allowed to take loans and do things with it. So like if you have money sitting in the bank and you pull the money out, is there any the money's just gone, right? There's nothing still in the bank earning. Right. And so when you have money in an insurance policy, what that insurance policy essentially becomes is collateral and collateral then creates leverage. 
There you go. Right. Right. So, so, this so you're is, talking about a cash value, like insurance policy, right? Exactly. And so what we've done is we're taking, if you're going to have a dollar that you're spending and when you're a business, you know, you're going to have to pay quarterly ta- taxes as an example, you're going to have to pay those every quarter, but the money's going to sit, you save it up and then you pay the taxes every quarter. If you put that money in a bank account, it's just going to be there. If you put that extra into the cash value of a whole life policy, it's going to be earning dividends. So that's one job. You're going to be able to be a business expense. That's a second job. It's going to have another layer of protection. That's a third job. So the same dollar that you're going to be having to save and hold on to to pay taxes, the question is A or B. Do you want to put it in a bank account or do you want to put it in a cash value life insurance policy so that it's working for you? Right. So that was the first question about yeah. what problem we're trying to solve. And so then because it's a business owner and we're talking about creating an asset and creating something tangible, what you want to have with a business, especially if you have partners, is something called a buy-sell agreement. And so what this does is sets it up such that, let's say worst case scenario, one of you gets killed. Does your spouse want to be a partner with the person who's still alive? Not necessarily. Probably not, right? Right. You know, if I'm in if I'm in business with my good friend, I don't want to be partners with her husband if, if she dies in a car wreck. Right. Yeah. And 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 so say that situation happens, then then what do you do with the business? How do you divide the assets? How do you divide the debt? How do you manage all that? And so if you don't have anything in place and you've just been running it like a cash business as a job, then that becomes a messy situation. Yeah, and really so, messy. What These I are like real to, real world problems we're talking about now. Right. And yeah. if you create, use a whole life insurance, this is what successful businesses do. You can create what they call a buy-sell agreement. And so the business owns insurance on each of the key employees. You've probably heard it maybe called like key person insurance. Yeah. And so if something happens to one of the key people, a death benefit gets paid back to the company. So now all of a sudden there's a lump sum of money available to then buy out the other partner's family or whatever decisions you want to make. You've created options for yourself, right? Yeah. Because isn't that the worst thing about what's frustrating with finances and money is when you feel backed into a corner. Well, yeah, you make bad decisions and you don't want to be in that spot. Right. And so so when you create this buy-sell agreement, you have the policies. And then the other cool thing is, let's say it's a different scenario where, the, you know, someone doesn't die, but someone says, you know what, this business has been great, but I, you know, I've got kids now. I want to go a different direction. And then the other partner goes, but I still like the business. Now you have a way because there's cash value in these insurance policies. You've created some options for to buy each other out or or to do some things where, if you're just running on a cash business with money in the bank, someone wants to split up, you basically have to to fold the business. And and all that work you've done for the past years is just gone. So that's kind of a bummer. So I like to think about it for my business owners is it's where we're going. We're going from playing at our business to actually having a business. And so this is the tool that allows a cash business to create assets. It creates protection and then as you do that, you know, if you're going to go buy a, um, a large building, like if you have a brick and mortar business, uh, almost every bank is going to want you to have some kind of life insurance anyway, right? 
because they're not going to give you a large loan for a bank without any kind of collateral. So you can, in those situations, you can usually get some cheap term, cheaper term, I wouldn't say cheap, but cheaper term. But again, if this is a tool that you're using for your management of your cash every day on an ongoing business, you grow it and then you decide you want to get a loan for the real estate, you've already set yourself up for that. And again, it's that money doing more than one job. So the money that you were saving in the bank because you needed to have it for your operating expenses, and now you're just adding another job to it. So I like to look at your money. When you make your money start to work for you, that's what gives you choices. That's what gives you options. And that's when you start to become an actual business versus just having a J-O-B. So, so Tony, I think this is a great time just to say giving for your, anyone. Giving your money more than one job. Uh, I love that. Making your money work for you. That is fantastic. And, and so for the folks out there that are listening that are business owners, especially if you have partners, definitely give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. If you're interested in exploring, like, how do you set up a buy-sell agreement? How do you use insurance as a tool to actually create an asset and not just have a job? And, and this is what I, right. this is where I start to get really excited about finance, Tony, because this is, you know, we do the stuff in the market for your long-term horizon and that's important. This is where we also start really creating assets and value and something tangible for the future. Well, and to, it is amazing. And especially if there are people out there, a lot of people now have turned their side hustles into their jobs. This happened over COVID and uh, it is what they do for a living. And uh, what did you call it? Blue sky jobs mm -hmm. where, you know, it's like, it's like you don't already have, you're not making, you don't have inventory. You have you and your services and your client base. So how do you build value and get loans when you're that type of company? How do you grow into a bigger company? What do you do if you have partners in this company and something happens? If you're a small business owner, any type of business, even if you do have some type of inventory, uh, the things you're talking about are so important uh, and uh, what a great strategy. And you've really focused in on a specific problem and solving it for today's show. And I, I absolutely love that. And so now I, Tony, what I want to get into, and, and I love this part too, is get let's get into the objections, right? Because I had presented it the first time and they kind of were like, well, I'm not sure if we want to do that. And I said, I got it. I said, it's a lot. That's This is a very complex topic if you've never heard it before, right? Because this isn't really personal investing. This is, this is a, the next level up. This is advanced. And they had gone and talked to, you know, it's always important to see how do you make decisions? You know, it's because some people right. make decisions by doing a lot of research. Some people talk to their spouses or their parents. There's always someone in your life that you trust more than everybody else. And, and so, so for this kind of concept, I always know when I present it, I'm like, take it home, chew on it, come back and let me know what the questions are, because I know you're going to have some. Sure. And, you of know, of course, the person in my life I trust the most uh, is not a relative. It's you, Tara, you know. That. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I thought this would be relevant for the show today because the first question was, well, um, we want to do that. We like that idea, but we don't want to use insurance for that. And I said, excellent. What would that be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, I, I, I'm on board. If you know another vehicle that will allow you to invest, 
pay dividends and still have access to the money before you're 59 and a half, let me know what that is because I'm not aware of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that particular strategy has, uh, that problem has that solution. And, um, there, that's why that vehicle has been created and there's been additions. I mean, you know, those policies have been improved and grown to help the consumer and the small business owner and have become the way people solve that problem. It's like, what if I die and my family doesn't have my income, but I'm the primary breadwinner? What's the solution? Well, there's one primary solution. You can have life insurance. That's the best solution and most obvious, and it can be tax-free. Um, but, you know, if people say, I don't like insurance, well, you know, unfortunately, we all need insurance and people don't people. Everybody has to in most states, you have to have insurance on your car. I mean, they make you insure your home to get a home loan. They make you insure your car. Why wouldn't you insure your own money? Why wouldn't you insure your business? Why wouldn't you insure your business partners? I mean, it it just makes sense. Well, and it's about um, creating options. And so here's so then the next question, I love that she asked it because she's like, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I said, you're not going to hurt my feelings. We're having a business discussion. Right. right. <laughs> and this is always fun with small business owners because they're new to it, right? They're learning. Yeah, as they it's go. not about you, Tara Nolan. It's about business and helping her make the best decisions for her business. And it's so important if if you want to, you don't want to have that ooky feeling in your belly. You want to ask all the questions. And so the next right. question was, well, you know, my husband is a really big believer in buy term and invest the rest. And he thinks just get term insurance. And I said, I said, well, here's the thing. He's not wrong. I said from his set of assumptions with buy term and invest the rest, that is a strategy that will work if you have term insurance and you invest all that extra money in the market and you do it consistently and you're very diligent. I said, I, you know, I won't fault that strategy. I said, but let's talk about what is the problem that we're trying to solve today? I said, are we trying to solve the problem of creating life insurance for you? Or are we trying to help you create an asset and turn your business into something that has actual value? And she kind of sat there. She's like, oh, she's like, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, we're not just talking about buying life insurance. We're talking about how do I do something better to leverage my money so that I have collateral and it's earning more interest than the bank and I still have access to it. I'm like, there you go. It's a whole different question set. So your husband, yeah, you, again, it comes back to last week's show uh, about time horizons. It all depends on your time horizon. If it's money you might need before you retire, then you don't want to put it or you're not going to be able to leave in the market long term. Yeah. Put it in growth and let it grow. That's awesome. Uh, but if it's money you might need in two years, for the business or, you know, how is that? Does the bank view money you have in a term insurance policy and in the market in some funds? Do they view that as business collateral? Well, they don't. And so that, well, yeah, and it's, well, then if well, it's they not don't, about that's the problem, right? Well, it's not about the bank because I don't want to confuse the real estate extra. We're talking about this is a cash oh, yes. business that needs money on a quarterly basis. Sure. The term insurance has no cash value. Yeah. So term insurance. So why would you put money into that if it has no cash value for a business? Well, you can't put money into it, right? You can just pay a yeah. premium. That's yeah. all you can do. Yeah. And so, so, and it was a great question. And so, and I, and now you want to have those questions like term insurance is great, but that's not going to solve this problem. 
Yeah. It's great for an individual who just wants a death benefit. Exactly. Yeah. And so in, in this in this scenario, it really is interesting because it as that actually in this case, the death benefit for the life insurance is there for the buy sell agreement. And, and it's a nice benefit. But really what we want to use this tool for is a way for your cash to have a safe place to live that's earning interest between the quarterly tax payments you have to make versus just sitting in the bank earning nothing. There you go. And yeah. so so it works on from the idea of getting, giving your money more than one job. But because it also has the death benefit, you are also creating an asset that if something happens to one of the partners, the business will get that death benefit tax-free. And so then that gives um, options for that business to, to survive and to figure out how do we buy out the partner or pay off the family and keep the business going. Or if we just want to divide things up, then we've got a way to pay off debt. So it, instead of, because if you don't have a way to pay off debt that when you start your own business and someone, one of the partners dies, the debt doesn't go away. You're still on the hook to pay that debt, right? Yep. Yep. And, and so this was just one of those great conversations that I want folks to listen to is what's so, so important with your money is it's not, there's not one, one size fits all answer. You really have to get really laser focused on what is it I'm trying to solve and what tool is going to get me there? What's the bottom line problem you want to solve and what's, what's the best way to make it work and possibly make your money work in multiple ways uh, at once to help you. So, uh, and there are tools out there and, and uh, again, they've made great improvements on some of these. And what I like about you, Terry, is you, you know, all this to say, you're not, you weren't trying to sell her an insurance policy. You were trying to help solve her problem. And you point out, this is really the best way to do this. And I don't know, term insurance and invested in the market. You know, I mean, that is interesting. So, uh, I hope our listeners, if they are a small business owner, today or have their own business and want to talk about this, I know that you have uh, a lot and it depends on their situation, their personal situation, their business situation. So how can our listeners get a hold of you? Sure, Tony. So the best way for folks to get a hold and set up a complimentary appointment is to call Chris and I at 719-210-4242. And I am offering right now, you will get a free copy, free signed copy of my book if you come in and set up an appointment and just let us know it came from the radio show. And that number is 719-210-4242. You can also visit our website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And I think that's really important, Tara. Great show today. Uh, listeners, that does it for our show today. We're all out of time. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.